Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue with chapter 3, the, the chapter of serving God uh, in the book of Rabbi Pa'ia Ibn Pakuda, Duties of the Heart, Hodot Halevavot, in which we're learning how to be better Jews, be better uh, sons and daughters of Hashem. And um, in the last two weeks we've been talking about this chapter that it had a turn, it, it changed the way, it, the approach of teaching. And in this chapter, in, at this moment, there's a dialogue between the mind and the soul, and the mind is explaining to the soul what God wants from it. And uh, at the end of last week, we were talking that, um, that for a person to be able to get rid of his evil urges, which is the desires of the, of the body, really, which are mundane desires that really don't bring him closer to God, uh, the person has to take extreme, uh, extreme uh, positions and he has to really get rid of all this. And he explains it to the soul as uh, when a person is sick and he wants to get well, he has to take a certain medicine to be well and the medicine is horrible and it makes him feel bad and he gives him side effects and everything. But the person nevertheless is going to go through it because he wants to be well. He wants to be well. So the same way when the soul realizes his purpose in life, he realizes that he's here to serve God, that he has a purpose in this world, that he has a mission, that he has something to do, and that God gave him a body for a, for a reason, because you need a body to be able to carry a soul, and you need the body to be able to perform Torah and mitzvot. If you don't have a body, you can't do it. The soul alone cannot do it. And what's the purpose of that body? Then the soul comes to understand what he has to do in order to be able to rectify himself. So today, the mind uh, tells the soul that the ruling principle and sum of the matter is that you assume toward he who is above you all those obligations which you w would want to be assumed towards yourself be by one beneath you. So it's saying is that we are very lax in the way in which we treat God. That we assume that the way we treat anybody, that's the way we treat Hashem. And given the inequality of the relationship, Take what would please you or, or, or displease you in the conduct of one beneath you and commit yourself to that same code of conduct towards the one above you. So the soul asks, carry on and explain, like continue explaining this to me. It's very hard for me to, to understand. So the, the mind tells the soul, think of God's graces towards you. Think about all the goodness Hashem has endowed on you. Think, think, every person at this moment when you're listening to me, make a list of five things that Hashem has given you that are so precious. And those which you share with others and those which you are especially favored. So there's things that we share with other people, blessings that God has given us, and there's things that they're specially for us. Hashem gave them specially for us. And then imagine that you had bestowed similar favors upon your servant whom, whom you had acquired. So imagine you have a servant, someone that works in your house, and you give this goodness to this person. And the kind of conduct of, on his part towards you that you would please you, accept upon yourself towards your creator. So. If you have a person that works for you and you're extra kind to this person, you pay them the highest wage, 
you give them uh, health care, you give them vacations, you let them go early, you respect their, their holidays, you, you're super the way you treat them, you treat them, you give them lunch, you give them breakfast, you treat them so nice. So what is the response that you're expecting from a person that you're treating in this way? So here he says uh, that, and what would seem to you to be improper conduct on his part, you too should regard as improper conduct on your part towards your creator. So whatever you assume would be so improper from this person, like imagine you have this, this person that works for you, this, this, this hired person, and you're giving them all these benefits and you're even kind to them and nice to them, and then this person calls you every once in a while and tells you I cannot come to work, or he arrives super late and goes out super early, and he's not doing the work he's supposed to be doing, he's not working well, what would you feel like? So the same way, Put this relationship between Hashem and yourself. So the soul says to the mind, I have understood in a general way what you have said to me. Do me a kindness now and explain it to me in more detail. So the mind comes and he says, the proper way for a servant in this world to act towards his master, who bestowed upon him even a small portion of the bounties of your creator, has bestowed upon you, includes serving him exclusively. In a word, and indeed, faithfulness to him and dedication in his affairs. So it's very interesting because this week we're reading Parashah Mishpatim. It also is giving us the laws of the slave and how a master should treat his slave and what's expected from the slave and between workers and, and employees and employers. And it's interesting that this week Rabbi Pakuda is, is telling us this because it's in a more deeper sense. Uh, but it's telling us that we should be faithful to our Creator. We should show Him the kavod, the, the honor He deserves for all the kindness that He gives us. And do not rebel against your Master while He's looking after you. So it's incredible to see that in this world there's people that Hashem has given them everything. They have good health, they have got Baruch Hashem a good mind, they have opportunities, they have, and nevertheless, they're rebelling against God. They go against Him. They do everything He, everything he asks Him to do, they go and do the, the, the opposite. So what it's telling us here, the mind, is also the servant should be lowly and humble before his master. We should be humble. We shouldn't be arrogant people. We should be humble people. And and in his external actions and in the privacy of his conscience. So not only in the way we behave outside, but also inside. And he should bear himself with humility before him in his dress and in his mode of conduct. Like we have to be modest people. We have to be humble people. We should not be flaunting all our graces. We should show honor to our creator. And he should honor him, exalt him with his tongue and, and in his heart. Praise and thank him by day and by night. Recalls his benefit, beneficence in private and in public. Recount his glory and praise as befits him. Run to do his service with joy and good intentions. God is asking us, please, before you drink a glass of water, say a braha, say a blessing to, to, to give honor to this water, to, to recognize where it's coming from, 
like hello let's do it with joy not you know some people say their blessings they they're it's, it's remote control it's like they're robots do it with joy do it with love with the biggest mitzvah there is in the world is to serve Hashem with joy what does it mean to serve Hashem with joy is to be happy to be able to do she'akol, to be happy to be able to give sedaka, to be happy to be able to dress in a certain way, to be joyful that we have this privilege. So he says here, run to do his service with joy and good intention, out of love for him, to find favor before him and to draw near to his will, to be close to him, to be close to our creator, to be next to him. So he should always plead with his master to accept him and forgive him, and he should love him, fear, and that he falls short in what he commanded him, heed his command, keep far from what he has forbidden him, and bear in mind his previous sin. His master's favor should appear manifold to him, and he should appreciate the magnitude. So if a person is always grateful, it's always looking at everything Hashem does for him. Instead of looking at what is not being done, look at what is being done for you. Then this person will be always endowed to God and will always do everything with love and with joy. And he should deprecate the value of his own deeds in light of what he owes him. Like, if really, if we put in a balance everything that Hashem does for us versus what we do for him, it's like this. And we should really acknowledge all the good he does for us. We should at least try to return the goodness he has done for us. I remember when I moved to Florida 20 years ago, uh, Colombia was a very hard place to live. It was impossible to live there. It was a lot of uh, kidnappings and crime, and it was a very scary place to be at that time. And I was so grateful with God, so grateful. I couldn't believe he had taken me out of there. Not only me, my husband, he had a job. We could live somewhere else. We were living in Florida, a beautiful, safe place 20 years ago. Our kids could ride their bikes in the street. Like simple things that people take for granted for us were like freedom. And I remember, you know what? I'm going to make my home kosher. I have to be grateful. I want to show Hashem I'm grateful. I want to show him that I'm so grateful. And I made my home kosher. This was the reason why I did it because I was grateful. Until today, 20 years later, I still have this feeling that my whole life is not gonna be enough to show my gratitude to Hashem. So if we have this in mind and we live our lives in this way, we're empowered. We're not dull people. We're not like struggling through life. We're gonna be empowered because we have something to do then to be grateful. And so he should deprecate the value of his own deeds in light of what he owes him, belittle his own effort compared with what he should have done, admit his own insignificance in relation to the greatness of his master, and bow to him frequently, bowing down to him in submission and humility. He should put his trust in him for all his needs. And this is emuna. This is the most important thing. We should always trust Hashem, that he knows exactly what we need. And he gives us 
not more and not less. He gives us exactly what we need. We sometimes feel people have more, these people have so much, you know, today there's so many socialists out there and they feel like they're rich, they don't deserve, they're taking over. No, every person has what he has to have. Every person has what he needs. If there's a multimillionaire guy, this is what he needs to fulfill the purpose for which he was created. And if you're a simple person in life who earns a normal salary and has a normal life, this is what you need to be able to fulfill the purpose in your life. This is the way we should think. Not take away from another person what he has worked for and what Hashem gave him. He, he didn't make himself. God gave it to him. So be happy only in his service. Seek only to do his will and hasten only at his bidding. So if we live in this way, I guarantee you're going to have a beautiful, happy life. And, um, and you're definitely going to live a little higher. So I wish you a great week and live a little higher. Thank you. Thank you.